0: Welcome to another episode of Ecoville. I'm your host, Nonsegelelo Lokwakam. Today on the show, we are discussing children's environmental rights because a healthy environment is essential to a child's physical and mental health. Children in all corners of the globe lack access to drinking water and food and suffer ill health due to environmental degradation these homes in partnership with Zimbabwe Environmental Law Association, ZELA, Childline Zimbabwe, Young People Trust and Coalition Against Child Labour in Zimbabwe have launched the My Planet, My Right campaign, which is a petition directed to the United Nations to recognize children's environmental rights, and the Zimbabwean government in particular, to focus its environmental policies on the welfare and involvement of children. We have two guests on the show. Our first guest is Christabel Miribiti, a geography and environmental studies student at the Midland State University. And she's also an environmental activist with the Zimbabwe Environmental Law Association. We are also joined by Sandra Musonza, who is an environmentalist and also a member of the Zimbabwe Environmental Law Association Youth Network. Welcome to the program, Sandra and Bella.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm Cristobal Fimiribidi. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Nosi. I'm
2: Sandra Musonza. I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you guys for joining us on the program. My first question is directed at Sandra what are children's environmental rights and why are they important
2: okay thank you for the question environmental child rights are children's rights to a safe clean and sustainable environment an environment that is not harmful to children and young people's health or well-being so child rights are important set of rights as they ensure that children access. What we call substantive rights. Uh, When we say substantive rights, these are rights, um, that these are rights that speaks on access to clean air, water, health, food, and a clean environment where children can play, um, study and live. So uh, when we speak about environmental child rights, it's all about young people and young people's rights to participate in environmental impact assessment, to have access to environmental information, and speak around environmental decision and discussion which affected them in, in their communities or any area where they are living. And uh, as we speak about rights, there's also an issue that is important, an issue of remedy. After their rights have been violated or threatened, government institutions must ensure that young people have effective remedies, effective solutions, effective um, mitigate, mitigation um, solutions that have put across to protect this right to a clean and safe environment. Thank you, Nus, for that question.
0: Okay, thank you, Sandra, for that definition and helping us to understand what uh, uh, child environmental rights entail. Now to you, Bella. Bella, what is the My Planet, My
1: Right campaign? Campaign which was launched in November 2019, which sought to add members to act in addressing the relation of environmental child rights and to recognize environmental child rights to ensure that our children develop in a non-toxic environment. So like you mentioned in the introduction, it was launched by uh, a child rights organization, Terrestres Homes, in partnership with uh, Zimbabwe Environmental Law Association and other Zimbabwean partners that included citizen child, child like Zimbabwe, Child Labor in Zimbabwe, to mention that. So it it it, it starts to it's a global petition that was directed to the Secretary General and the chair of the United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child. So to the United Nations uh, to the United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child, it was seeking for them to recognize environmental child rights, that is access to clean water, to clean air, into a healthy environment, for, for a signature a state to, to focus its environmental policies on the welfare and involvement of children. And Zimbabwe is also included on that. Thank you. Uh,
0: now over to you, Sandra. When was the campaign launched and what is the aim of the campaign?
2: Okay, thank you for that question. Uh, the, the international campaign was launched in September, 2020 last year. And uh, as part of the campaign, Terry Homies and Zella Partners uh, did issue a global online petition like Christabel highlighted, My Planet, My Right, which was done through the signing of um, signatures, which were collected and ended over uh, same time this year, 2020, 2021, September to David Boyd, the UN rapporteur, Special Rapporteur, calling for the recognition to the right to a clean environment. And around 140,000 signatures were handed over to the Special Rapporteur. The aim of this um, campaign was to ensure that young people, children, have a right to a safe, clean environment. And this was through the adoption of a resolution on the human right to a safe health environment. And it also calls for an optional protocol to the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child. So the campaign is a youth-led campaign which, which young people, children are calling upon the government to promote what we call environmental child rights as enshrined by our constitution se- section 73 and um, to uphold section 81 that speaks on children's rights. In Zimbabwe, and we need to know that the campaign focuses on extractive waste management and climate change.
0: Thank you for telling us, Sandra, about the launch of the campaign. Since you said the campaign was launched last year, so uh, can you please measure for us the success rate from last year to now? Has the launch of the campaign been successful? Has it been able to achieve its, its aim? That the
2: campaign has already achieved its intended goal, and um, on the 8th of October 2021, the UN Human Rights Council adopted the resolution that was, that was submitted. Now it's recognizing that for the first time we have a right to a clean and health environment. Now it's a human right and it was passed on this day. And you need to know that this is now calling for all UN member states to cooperate through implementation of this human right to a clean, safe environment. And UN member states are now mandated to promote and protect child rights to a clean, safe environment. This means more accountability from the government to ensure that young people, children in mining communities and beyond now have a human right that was never before and was never recognized before. Thank you. Uh,
0: thank you for that clarity Sandra. Uh, Bella in which uh, provinces of the country have you been able to launch the campaign?
1: The provinces that we've been able to launch the campaign include Midlands particularly in Gweru, Harare, Mashonaland Central, Mashingo, Matebeleland South, Manicaland, Blawayo, and Mashonaland West. So the Zele Youth Network was responsible for launching the, the campaign in their respective areas, acting as ambassadors, enlightening children and the, the community, the rest of the community on environmental child rights.
0: Right. right uh, Bella, still with you. Since you've, you launched mm-hmm. actually the campaign last year, how have people in positions of influence or so we can change the policies uh, been uh, receiving the campaign has it has it made a difference? Has it improved children's
1: rights, environmental rights? So to 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 some extent it's really impacted in a good way because the communities were enlightened and now each and everyone is working towards ensuring that our children's rights are not violated so that they get to live in a non toxic environment.
0: Uh, Sandra. What programs have you put in place to ensure that the campaign reaches its target audience? All
2: right. Um. Thank you. Uh, about the, the, the programs that we have put across, um, the campaign did use diverse um, strategies, programs to reach children and young people in mining and beyond, uh, knowingly that uh, Zela Youth Network uh, usually works with uh, the extractive in terms of ECR. Uh, Importantly, we did use of a social media, talk of Twitter, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, radio, TV, TV shows, and broad shows. These are all programs that we put across to raise awareness uh, and to ensure that young people participate in My Planet, My Right, and for them to know what we are speaking about when we speak about environmental child rights, as alluded to by Christabel. So uh, these are some of the the strategies that we used uh, to reach out to young people. We also took note that young people, in terms of uh, constitutional, they are not aware of their constitutional. As we are speaking about my planet, my right, we are speaking about rights. So we did put across a program to educate and enlighten young people about constitutional awareness and their constitutional right when we speak about environmental child rights. So to to reach out to, to those that are, living within the mining uh, areas, we came up with the youth environmental clubs uh, in schools and out of schools so that we accommodate young people in schools and young people out of schools. So through these environmental clubs that we created through Zela Youth Networks and Zela the organization. Uh, We did manage to come up with uh, young people who are called youth monitors, who monitors the the mining companies so that they do not continuously violate their rights or threaten their rights. So these are some of the the programs that we did put across. And furthermore to that, um, we saw that young people in decision making and working with duty bearers was a problem and a challenge. We did come up also Zella and its partners. Uh, now are, I'm speaking with um, regional partners because this ECR was implemented in Zambia, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. We are speaking about the Southern Africa side. So through that, um, those partners, they launched what they call a multi-actors partners uh, program And uh, this is also called MAPS. So MAPS multi-active partners was put across to ensure that partners work together with young people in in able to to work towards attaining a right to a clean environment. So we are speaking about uh, partners working with children and community environmental youth clubs that I have mentioned. Uh, You can see young people to work with Emma, which was a relationship that was never before. Traditional leaders influencing decision-making and um, actually advocating for uh, traditional leaders to recognize this right to a clean environment. Young people working with community-based organization mining companies, and even the government. So we see that through this program, we wanted young people to come aboard in terms of decision-making, so that they are part and parcel of this, My Right, My Campaign. And what is being part is actually dominating what we call decision-making board. It's actually advising and ensuring that they are having what they call a permanent solution to the environment that they live within. So through that same campaign, uh, we also wanted to put Across um, um, a tradition, when we come, when it comes to environmental child rights protection and environmental child rights um, promotion and protection of this same right, so the campaign did use uh, existing institutions. We are speaking of uh, strengthening uh, our junior parliament to speak about um, environmental child rights and my planet, my right traditional leaders because you know the most people the most important people are traditional leaders because they are the owners of the land the same land that we're advocating for so traditional leaders are uh, we did capacitate them so that they, they they work together with young people we speak about the duty bearers we're talking about the, com- the, the government we're talking about the portfolio on mines and minerals we're talking about the portfolio on in the of the Environment Board, so these are stakeholders. Uh, we did t- through Zela, they did uh, strengthen them and capacitate them on ECR and My Planet My Right um, aims and objective. So today we see that um, in terms of stakeholder gathering t- towards a, a clean, safe environment, we have managed to have programs towards um, stakeholder mapping uh, towards stakeholder mapping as well as um, strengthening the relationship uh, that was never before between the duty bearers and the children in community as you know that living in mining communities where we are seeing um, high violation of children's rights are being violated decision making is an important um, aspect and we need uh, much programs toward that 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 was the, also the aim of my planet, my right.
0: Um, thank you for, for giving us more information on the mediums of communication that you use to reach your target audience. All right, Sandra, as the conversation has been going, there's a lot of mention in terms of mining. And can you please tell us why the campaign focuses on children's rights in mining and why there's such a special focus on mining?
2: As you know, mining is a special um, sector. That is uh, the country, uh, speaking of Zimbabwe itself, is actually uh, putting across as an economic growth booster. Even you see its um, its um, strategies are tested on mining, meaning that there is more development when we speak about uh, mining. So however, we see that when mining is taking place, in terms of uh, environmental issues, there are a lot of environmental issues land pollution, air pollution, we talk about noise pollution, but who is mostly affected, these are young people. So the special call then calls for, my planet, my right, ECR, we are looking at young people because they are living within the mining area where um, the country is trusting it on the economic growth. But are we considering young people's rights over the environment? So the special call then focuses on um young people living within the mining areas because uh, they are being affected with this pollution that I have Alluded to. What are we doing? There is nothing that is on the table in terms of protecting these young people.
0: So, Sandra, how effective is Zimbabwe's current legislation in protecting children's environmental rights?
2: All right. Uh, In terms of um, the legislation, like you have said, in protecting children's rights, uh, we see that Zimbabwe's legal framework are protective or rights of children and young people. Uh, We speak of Section 81, that speaks of protection of children's rights, and uh, is inclusive of the environment. But in terms of implementation, there is no, no there is lack of effective implementation of such. In terms of the constitution, yes, we have, but lack of of implementation hinders uh, protection of children's rights to a clean, safe environment. Uh, We speak of institutions that are responsible when we speak about protecting and promoting environmental child rights. Speak of our environmental management agents then facing capacity challenges, which are hindering their effective implementation, like I was saying. And enforcement then comes the challenge when we are lacking that capacity in terms of um, ensuring that uh, young people's rights are are being... um, recognized. Uh, we also see that in terms of even uh, there is lack of knowledge amongst children about the laws that even protect their rights and environment itself. So we see that uh, in terms of the legislation, we have them. But are young people aware of these uh, rights? They are not aware because they have never been imp- enforced before. So they do not care. They know they have them constitutionally. But in terms of implementation, young people then lack uh, the knowledge of, um, they think that they are not there, but they are there. But because they, for a long time, these uh, laws have not been implemented. It acts like uh, there's no law at all. And we see that at the same time, uh, these laws that are there in Zimbabwe, they do not specifically mention children's rights to environmental uh, uh, or protect environmental child rights. We need the constitution to be aligned to environmental child rights so that we ensure that the law is implemented and young people are aligned when we speak about environmental issues. See in areas like Marangas Shawani, mining has been taking place. Mm. The laws have been there, but why not protecting environmental child rights? Because there is lack of enforcement. There is the same lack of um, political will to ensure that uh, these rights are effective. These laws are actually are bringing back to young people's, uh, are bringing uh, young people sustainable, what we call sustainable environment. We also also see that in terms of uh, our investment in mining, there is lack of sustainable investment. Our investors do not have, um, are not taking into consideration environmental child rights issues because they have seen gaps and look, within zimbabwe's enforcement
0: okay so sandra why do you think that uh what do you think can be done to improve the implementation of the legislation in order to protect children's environmental rights
2: uh, i i think uh, when we speak about uh, lack of imp- implementation uh, there is a lot of um political interference so we need our legislation to work accordingly to what is in the Constitution. We, need, we do not want political interference when we speak about mining issues, when we speak about environmental child rights, because most of these challenges gaps are because there's political inf- interference. And the, also we see that um, lack of enforcement comes through when there's lack of capacity to execute their mandate, talk of our environmental agents. Yes, they are doing the job, but we are continuing seeing um, violation. Then something is wrong with it. So we think that what is best is to do is they need to work with um um organization like Zella, which are seeing gaps and are proposing um effective solutions to this problem. Because one of the things that um the government uh, are not actually accommodating ideas that are coming uh, from organization and uh, governmental organization. They think that uh, it's political, but in some ways, they're actually trying to close these gaps that we are seeing um, in terms of the constitution. And we need also to note that some of the constitution that we have that are not Actually, at the current moment, not being enforced and are not actually uh, being enforced effectively. Some of them, um, they have gaps, speak of uh, mines and minerals act. It does not speak on environmental child rights. But when it's passed, we are fighting for it to be uh, passed, to be amended, so that we include environmental child rights. We include, uh, we align the constitution with child rights issues. These are some of the uh, proposed uh, solutions that I have so that these um, child rights uh, can be upholded in terms of uh, the legislation that we have and the laws that are around.
0: Lastly, Sandra, do you think in the long run the campaign will be able to achieve its intended goals?
2: Okay, thank you, not for that. Uh, for me, uh, because already we have uh, an achievement that we have done in terms of convincing the the, uh, the UN Human Rights Council, which, like I said, has already adopted the resolution recognizing for, for the first time uh, that having a child rights, having a, a human right that speaks on environmental child is important. This shows that it, is already moving towards its intended goals and in terms of the, the the welcoming that we are having from children and young people living in mining communities in terms of um this right uh, that's this campaign that shows that young people uh, were lost were not being represented but after coming in of this campaign They've, we have brought life to them. But we see with their eagerness, with their with their compassion, with their focus, it has already um, achieved and it's continuing achieving because through those uh, clubs that I have mentioned, even after the, uh, the right was recognized, they are sustainably um, functioning because we have ensured that we have put across sustainable environmental clubs that can go beyond even the, the campaign. Young people can continue fighting and advocating for environmental child rights. Because as you know, it's most of our programs that we have initiated through ZELA Youth uh, Network, they are sustainable projects that they can self-run.
0: Lastly, Bella, do you think in the long run the campaign will be able to achieve its intended goals?
1: The campaign will be able to achieve its intended goals because uh, it's, it has gone a long way in educating the masses. And you know, when you're educated, you are empowered. Like Nelson Mandela said, education is the most powerful weapon that we can use to change the world. So, in the campaign, uh, since it sought to spread awareness in regards to environmental child rights, it, it entails that people are going to be empowered because they are enlightened.
0: Well, uh, thank you, Sandra and Bella, for coming to the program. We hope the campaign will continue to advocate for children's environmental rights and um it will assist uh, children uh, to stay in a safe and clean environment thank you sandra and bella for coming to the program
2: you're welcome Nosi. thank you for having us uh, it was a great time in
0: bella thank you for coming to the program
2: okay thank you
0: okay uh so thank you again to all our listeners please don't forget to subscribe like and follow us on our social media pages. Our handle is ZW on all platforms. Join us next week for another episode. I'm your host, Nosegede Lokwaka.